Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. Let's talk about Awesome Ladies Live today. Oh my gosh, so exciting. It's like in six months. Okay, guys, five months from today is Awesome nice. Ladies Live. And we know how fast five months goes. <laughs> yes, five months. So today we're going to talk about Awesome Ladies Live, which is the annual Awesome Ladies Retreat here in East Lansing, Michigan. I want to talk about what it's like to develop a retreat like this, what goes into planning an event like this, why I created this event and you know why you should come to an event like this and I kind of want to talk about like if you are interested in creating a retreat like this you know what you need to do the world does want to know I'm so very nervous talking about this one because I feel so strongly and passionately about this retreat it's like your baby it is it is like my baby and two I you know I'm not good at selling and marketing, and that just makes me a little bit anxious. One Awesome Ladies Live is an amazing event. Yeah. It is the best thing that I do all year. And as somebody who does not really love leaving her house or, you know, spending time with other human beings... The fact that my favorite thing in the entire world each year is getting together for a whole weekend with a bunch of well they're not strangers anymore but they right. were strange you know there's always sure. some strangers right is i don't want to say it's it's weird but it is a little bit surprising yeah now that they're not strangers anymore you mean well it's a little bit surprising that this is my favorite thing oh well you know i just feel like it's so easy when you're an outsider, and I've known you for a long time now, when you're an outsider, like, looking at it all, it just makes so much sense. But when you're the person doing it, like, it, I feel that way every time I host something. Every time I host a party, a little, like, girls get together. I'm like, ah, is this going well? But then, you know, anyway, but I just feel like you can be nervous and you can be scared about marketing and sales and all that stuff, but your love and, it, like, excitement for it is so much greater than that which is why this episode is very interesting for listeners i think also because how often is that the case we're like you're frightened and you're just like uncomfortable about it but the love for it is so great that you just have to continue to talk about it and do it and that's always a good lesson and reminder it is it's a huge lesson and reminder and i do i love this event so much and Last year's event was wonderful. And last year's event was small because I was not feeling well at the beginning. Like this time last year, I was going to the cardiologist. I had the crazy heart monitor set up and was all over my body for a month and a half. And I was going through some crazy anxiety stuff. My headaches were like really in a not great place because I had a crazy heart monitor set up to my body all spring <laughs> and so I did not I didn't do any marketing for the event and so we had a bunch of 
amazing returnees and a bunch of wonderful women who, of their own volition, from whether hearing it on the podcast or seeing it in a couple of emails I sent out, came to the event. But this year, I am, you know, super gung-ho about it, and I'm going out of my way to try to talk about it as much as I possibly can. And one of the things that I wanted to do is have a couple of episodes on the show about, you know, what is it like to put on an event like this? Because I don't, I don't think anyone talks about this kind of stuff. I mean, right? It's just like I did it, and it looks effortless, and like it didn't take any work. Here it is. Right, and and yeah. that's I I'm always so appreciative when other people are like, "Hey, look, I'm kind of struggling, and here's how this thing actually goes together. Here's what actually happens, and here's why I made these decisions that I made. Mm-hmm. They actually have you know a, a reason and a purpose, and I didn't just pull them out of thin air." Mm-hmm. And so I kind of wanted to pull back that, you know, curtain and do some behind the scenes stuff while we're in early mode. Right. And so the first thing I wanted to talk about is, you know, when the event is. We talked about it's July, but it is July 24th through the 26th. It is in East Lansing, Michigan, where I am. And it is an adorable town. It is home of Michigan State. But the wonderful thing about having the event in the summer is that no one is here. <laughs> it is a ghost town. And, <laughs> and it is wonderful. And there are fantastic places to get food downtown. There are fantastic places to do lots of little walking. It's it's just wonderful. So we'll get This into- is going to be your fourth? This is my fourth one. Wow. So this is not your first time at the rodeo either. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and it, it's always, it's somehow, every single year, it's magical. And every year, I'm like, this can't get any better. And somehow, it's always, it's just always better. Not, yeah. and not like, I, I, I don't want to say better like you would I don't even know how to explain it better not you know well I think a a layer of anxiety of whether it's gonna happen gets shed each every each year right I feel like that too and I think that might be actually what it is is that I kind of go into it with a little bit more knowledge a little bit more confidence and I'm able to project that and so everyone else is able to be a little bit more at ease. Everything else flows a little bit better. And because of that, everyone has a even greater time. Yeah. And I always liked how it's obviously motivated by your love of live creative events it's obviously motivated by your love of like having a tight-knit group of women together so that's present and evident in every single part of it but also i love that like for people that follow you from a distance on this weird little thing we call social media it's literally like the open book to what it's like to like be your real life friend and i love that too it's like twofold because it's like you invite us into your home, whether or not you're going to continue to do that for years to come. But you invite us into your home. We get to see the garden that you post about and the and your mirror stuff. It, like, it's just like, 
it's 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 a community building thing which you so which has always been such a big intention of yours but it's also like such a personal thing too which i think adds the double layer of why it's so fun to go i think that's totally right (laughs) i think that like one of the things that i and it's so we've talked about this okay so the other episode that i pitched to you this week was about imposter syndrome so that is going to be a part of not necessarily what we talk about, but it's going to be integrated into this episode because so much of this retreat is about me. And that's so hard. It's so hard for me to think, oh, wow, people want to come and hang out with me and they want to get information from me. They want me to teach them things. That that was very strange. Like that... Mm learning that that people would pay money to come to an event that i created and that that was an acceptable thing for women to want to do that was very hard for me i i sat with my therapist and had many therapy sessions about this that that women would actually want to do that that i was valuable enough for this service and after after last year's event, after my third Awesome Ladies Live retreat, I don't feel that anymore. Like mm-hmm. I, I know I am confident enough in my ability to provide Awesome Lady the Awesome Ladies Live retreat as a service. Mm-hmm. I know that if you come to this event, you're going to have an amazing time. And if you don't have an amazing time, that's not going to be on me. Right. Right. That's the difference right there is that you're going to put your 110% of what you have to offer into it. And the rest is up for like everyone else's interpretation because you're doing for the event the most you could possibly do for the event. I know like I know for a fact every single person who has come to the event has had an amazing time. Like I know like I literally know every single person who has come to the event and each of their interactions every single time has been wonderful which is true but even if it wasn't you've set up the event so that everyone can have the most amazing time possible so whether or not they did and it is not up it's not doesn't matter right it's also that exactly and so like this time i know that i will set up an event that if for some reason someone doesn't have a good time it's because you know something else is going on in their life that is preventing them from having a good time right now right that's okay sure and like maybe you still come to this and maybe you know you have the best time that you can and it's still not a great time because that's just what's going on in your life right now and that's okay yeah but i'm confident in myself enough right now even while i'm going through like pms imposter syndrome to the max like over the last 48 hours Mm-hmm. I believe in awesome ladies' lives so much that I know that everyone's going to have an amazing time. Yeah, and I remember, like, we're doing um, Elise's book, Big Dreams, Daily Joys, and I remember in her process of talking about creating that piece of work that she brought up to, I think it was her dad, like, oh, no, what if this book isn't good or, like, whatever. And, like, one of her parents said – As long as someone gets something out of it, it's like a good piece of work. And I feel like you could feel that about Awesome Ladies Live too. Like 
every you, you itinerized it as if that's a word like in a way where like every day is just enough not too overwhelming and so everyone will get something out of it you know what i mean if you show up and you pay the money and you join the girls there's no way you couldn't get something you know and if you get something then it's still a good retreat and a good time away and a good you know right and that's what i've tried to do and I try to create the ideal retreat that I would want to go to Mm -hmm. because I am an introvert. I really love, you know, I love spending time with people, but I also love doing a little bit on my own and having that time where I can kind of just like peace out for a bit. I also know that it can be difficult for some people to get to retreats. I wanted to make things as accessible as possible. So I made a couple of, I don't want to say out of the box decisions, but decisions that are not necessarily like other retreats. Mm-hmm. I let everyone make their own meal plans. And I did this because if I had meals done on site and I had everyone have their own meal like you know some people are gluten free some people are dairy free some people need vegan meals if we provided options for everyone and had meals on site it would add probably a hundred dollars I was looking at I was looking at the options if we did the absolute cheapest option for that Mm -hmm. for lunch and dinner it would be a hundred dollars onto the ticket and the ticket is 350 dollars so i don't want to have people pay a hundred dollars just for lunch and dinner when there are 35 restaurants within walking distance of the space that makes sense and then you also like you always say like if you need to have a meal by yourself just to have that space exactly and yeah also If you eat breakfast, some people don't want to have two huge meals on, you know, a big retreat day. So why, like, do you really want to pay an extra $100? I mean, some people do. Some people want that convenience. And so I I, I could do, you know, I could make the retreat $1,200 and have all meals covered from Friday night through Sunday morning and have the, the... lodgings covered and all the taxes covered and all of that stuff and have it all inclusive but then it would be a $1,200 retreat and only certain types of people would be able to afford to attend mm-hmm. and that's not the type of retreat that I want to offer right and so I did things like create payment plans this year so that people could have I had earlier in the year, uh, starting January for six month payment plans. And now I have, I still have three month payment plans. So you can spread out the cost of the ticket over three months and you can stay at the, you know, the, the hotel that we're staying at and the hotel that the event is at is the, the Marriott in East Lansing, the downtown Marriott, which is a nice hotel. And it's a little bit more on the expensive side, but there are other hotels in town. There's Uber. There's Lyft. There's lots of ways to get around that are accessible and affordable if, you know, you want to make this a more budget-friendly retreat. 
Mm-hmm. You can, you know, if you don't want, if, if it's really hard for you to eat out, you can pack things in a cooler. I want to make this as accessible as possible for people. And I don't want people to feel like they aren't included because the retreat is set up a very specific way or in an exact way. Yeah. And and even like, just because we're talking about the topic of accessible, and just so the listeners know, I've been to the past two, right? So I'm also not my first time at the rodeo, but I've been to the past two Awesome Ladies Live. And I feel like as far as accessibility goes, it's also very emotionally accessible. And I say this because I've been to retreats and events and whatever in the past where it's all about like the show of what you either make or what you either have. And this is so not that. It's so like accessible emotionally. Like even like you invite people over your house the first day and everyone just has like a couple of their projects that they make and we sit around and we just look inside everyone's like create like it's just so much more intimate and not as like anxiety invoking you know so like I appreciate that too like it's also very emotionally accessible yeah I think that's another thing that's really important is it's not about who you are it's not Mm -hmm. about who you know it's not about who you're friends with because I love new people coming to the event because that means I make new friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course we have women who come every single year and that's wonderful. And I love the women who come every single year. They are literally some of my best friends in the entire world. Um, it's literally Megan Anderson's birthday. So it's <laughs> on, that, be- on that Yes, literally the Saturday is Megan Anderson's birthday. So it's going to be wonderful. And (laughs) I'm so excited. Um, But new people, you are going to make friends. You are going to leave with new friends. The the women who came last year, um, we're going on a weekend retreat. Just hang out a couple of us and it's going to be awesome. So you are going to make new friends. You are going to have an amazing time you're going to learn new things you're going to leave the weekend with amazing pictures and it's one of those things where yes i'm going to teach you three workshops we've got three workshops i've got one planned that i'm (laughs) i'm so excited about it the theme for this year is connection through I'm sorry creativity through connection I literally do this every single year I create a theme and then I mix I mix up the way I'm saying it and I literally have to create the the actual like I make like a theme name and I have to put it on my board otherwise I say it backwards every single time yeah. and I'll write it backwards on a I think I wrote it backwards on the um first draft of the the program last year and then mm-hmm. I was like shit <laughs> but again connection creativity through connection guys almost did it again and 
you're just going to leave with so many new friends and it's going to be wonderful. And it's, it's a magical experience. But one of the things I wanted to talk about today is the logistics of setting up an event like this. And so you can run an event. I mean, depending on how you want to do it, you can rent an, you can run an event out of your house. If you want to just teach a workshop, teach a workshop out of your house. You can teach a workshop, rent a space. There are, you know, maybe your library has a room that you can rent. Maybe your, you have a local hall that rents rooms for creative purposes. Check out, you know, maybe you have a local art shop, any of those things. If you want to start doing things that are larger and you need an event space, hotels are great. There are weekend scrapbooking houses that still exist, craft houses, depending on how many people that you want. I wanted to have a retreat where I could show people East Lansing because I think East Lansing is wonderful. Like I said, I wanted to have an event where people could get easy access to food because adding meals is it's just too much and so downtown east lansing has dozens and dozens of restaurants walking distance the hotel is literally walking distance to everything so it was important for me to get a room at one of the hotels down downtown and so I just went to the hotel and I asked them to show me some rooms. And honestly, when you go to a place and you're like, hey, I would like to spend some money at your place. They're pretty nice to you. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Um, and so for the first couple of years, I was working with one lady and then she moved on. And now I have a new rep and she is wonderful. And last year after the event, she was like, how did the event go? I was like, the event was amazing. I was like, can I book dates for next year? And she was like, you absolutely can. <laughs> and then she uh, brought me in and I was like, this is how I would like the room set up. I love this room. Let's get it done. So I signed the contract, which meant if I, because I did it immediately, meant I got the exact same price as last year. Nice. Um, I got the exact same room as last year, and we love the room for last year because it has private bathrooms, which meant we did not have to leave the room to go to the bathroom. Yeah. We also had access to the men's bathroom, which meant we had extra bathrooms, and it's on the first floor. So it was super easy to get in and out. No one had to drag their stuff all around. It was, you know, super easy access to both sides of the street. And when you find some place that you love – just do it. Sign it. Yeah. Get it done. Secure your event space. First thing that you have to do, secure your event space. Because if you don't have your event space, you're SOL. So what I'm hearing, too, is like technically securing your event space was the second thing on your list. Because the first thing, which you were talking about like two minutes ago, was basically you were like establishing the purpose of your event. And I've which like then makes every other decision try to match the purpose so you want to show people east lansing you want close access to food and then because of that purpose you knew that that was your event space yeah and you kind of need to know how many people you're gonna have right how many people you want because if you only want 10 or 
12 people, a hotel isn't going to be the best place. Right. Then you're going to want to go to one of those retreat houses or something, or, a, you know, a, a room at the library. But, you know, if you want 25, 30 people, a hotel conference center might be your best bet. If you have a local university, they probably have conference center, like, conference centers. They uh, The university here has a great hotel I looked at also. But I wound up going with the Marriott because it was closer to all the stuff downtown. And another thing that you might want to look into that I spent a lot of time looking into was transportation. So Mm -hmm. two years ago, one of the things that I thought about doing was changing the location of the retreat from East Lansing to Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor is about an hour away. It's a suburb of Detroit. It's where the University of Michigan is. It is a quote-unquote cooler town. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a lot more expensive. It's, it's, it's significantly more expensive. The food is more expensive. The hotels are more expensive. Everything is a lot more spread out. I don't know where anything is. Um, and so that was kind of just like a, maybe I should do this. I'm going to look into this for 10 minutes. It's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do that. But it was good for me to look into that as an Mm -hmm. option instead of saying, oh, well, I'm definitely going to keep doing this no matter what because this is the only way. And looking at something that you ended up against made the purpose more clear. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be cheaper. I wanted to be more affordable. Like Then the purpose all kind of tied into that. When I started looking into the transportation... The reason I thought Ann Arbor might be nicer is because it is closer to the Detroit airport, which is the best airport to get here from. Mm -hmm. But the best way to get to our hotel, the location of the event, is through something called the Michigan Flyer, which is a very easy chartered bus. All you have to do is get on the bus from the airport, and it stops at the University of Michigan, then it stops right at the hotel where the event is. Yeah, and like it's like a traveling hotel room. It's like you have like the Wi-Fi and that there were like it really is like a souped up ride. <laughs> and so <laughs> like if that was the best way to get here and it was just also gonna stop at Ann Arbor, it didn't really make all that much sense to move to Ann Arbor if it was just the same bus. Yeah. Just a little bit longer of a bus ride to come here to East Lansing. Yeah. You do have to, um, like, book it, though, online, right? You do, well, you can, well, you can go right on the bus and buy the ticket. Oh, I see. It is just, I think it's 5 or $7 more expensive. Right. At least, like, if you set it up for you and you know when you're going. Exactly. To handle it. Yeah. And it's so yeah. easy, right? You get off the airport. You get off the, you get off the airport. You get off the <laughs> airplane and yeah. you just get right on the bus and it will take you to the hotel um my mom did it so if my mom can do it you can do it (laughs) yeah um it's so easy and other modes of transportation you can take the train the train comes directly to east lansing and then it is like a seven dollar uber ride to the hotel so Mm -hmm. wherever you are you can take the amtrak to east lansing you can take an airplane from chicago to chicago so Mm -hmm. If you're international and you want to come and the flights to Detroit are insanely expensive because international flights don't fly to Detroit, 
and they fly to Chicago, you can fly to Chicago and take the train to East Lansing. The, the train code, the train code is LNS and it's very easy. The train station is right on the side of campus and it is like literally a $7 Uber or Lyft ride to get to the hotel. Also, nice. there is so much carpooling that happens at Awesome Ladies Live. <laughs> Everyone yeah. has cars. There, it's it's very it's a very easy drive from all of the places in the Midwest, from anywhere in Ohio, from anywhere in Indiana, from anywhere in Chicagoland. You can get here in under three and a half or four hours. So it is a very easy weekend drive. There are lots of fun things to do in the Michigan area. So if you have a carpool person that you want to drive with that doesn't want to go to the retreat you can send them to do all sorts of other fun michigan things there's lake michigan there's detroit there's grand rapids there's all sorts of awesome things to do that are not that far away and if you have any transportation questions at all whatsoever like what you know if you have more train questions or airplane questions or bus questions or any of that, please email me. I will help you figure out all of your transportation stuff, no problem. We will have a group rate for the hotel this year. I'm almost positive we will have a group rate for the hotel and we will get that at the end of March. So be on the lookout for that also. Other things, there are tons of food options in the area. And we're getting lots of new food options, which is very exciting to me. There's this tiny grocery store now, like tiny. It is like the size of my kitchen and my living room. And they make the best sandwiches and they have coffee from Horrocks and they have donuts and they have just amazing things. So you can just get like that. There's this new taco <laughs> restaurant that's supposed to be amazing. Um, they're supposed to be the best tacos in Cleveland. I don't know what that means, but it sounds <laughs> great. And all within, like, literally two blocks of the hotel. Yeah, and we've always gotten good food there. It's always fun dinners together and tastiness. Right? And it's always yeah. such a fun thing. And that's not even the creative part. Yeah. And I think that's what's so much fun is that the event itself is so much fun. And then there's the creative stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you'll come, you will learn a ton of stuff. You will make stuff. You will, I will have three brand new workshops. They're always brand new. They've never been done before. Sometimes I wind up putting the workshops or versions of the workshops up on the awesome ladies project throughout the year. But the workshops that I develop for Awesome Ladies Live are always brand new. So when you come to Awesome Ladies Live, you are seeing brand new workshops for the first time. And they are always so much fun because everyone interprets them differently. And that's one of my favorite things to see as a teacher is 
I'll be working on a workshop. Like, I'm starting to work on these workshops now. And I'm thinking about how I'm going to do it. I'm thinking about what people are going to do. I'm thinking about, well, I'm going to use these products. And I'm going to explain how it works with connection in this way and what I want people to get out of it. And then I'll think about what I think people are going to do. And then I know that I'm going to be blown away by what people do. (laughs) And then I'm still blown away by what people do. Yeah. And like that never gets old. That never, ever, 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 ever gets old. And it has nothing to do with how good you are at scrapbooking. Right. Or like how creative or how talented you are. It's just about being there and choosing to put stickers on a page in a certain way. Yeah, it's like the energy and the encouragement in the room, I feel like, on top of like the techniques you pick up from people and like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a lot of it is that, you know, depending on where you're sitting, depending on what people are putting down next to you, depending on the supplies that people bring, it's such an interesting thing to be in a place with people creating at the same time because you'll never capture the same energy twice. Yeah. And depending on what types of things people are making, what supplies people are bringing, what energy people are having in the room, that kind of thing can be, it can range from the emotions. The emotions can range from, I mean, basically all emotions. We've seen all emotions at Awesome Ladies Life, I think. Not really anger. No, I don't think that we've seen anger. (laughs) Anger at things, anger at things outside of the room and the retreat, but not necessarily... Yeah, no, there's not, not there's never been hostility or drama. No, 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 no. You don't really perpetuate that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I'm not a, I'm a no drama person. Yeah. yeah and there's so never been. said at the retreat, there's no room for it. Yeah, really. there's never been any drama. There's no drama. There's no, like, oh, well, this one won't sit with me, or that one started sitting over there, or this one, yeah, that's, no one has, there's no, that's just not the kind of vibe that we have any part in right and you know what's also interesting is that the stuff that we the stuff that i'm not a part of at awesome ladies live the the after hours stuff that happens at the hotel the cards against humanity that tracy created (laughs) scraps against it's scraps against calamity yeah (laughs) Oh no! Cra- or scraps scra- scraps in sight calamity. Scraps in sight calamity. <laughs> yes, Tracy, you are amazing. <laughs> so good. Um, and like, there's always inclusion. Like they invited my mom to play with them. <laughs> like if they invited my mom to play with them, but yeah. they're gonna invite anyone who comes to the retreat. So you don't have to worry about not being. Like, this is something I would worry about. I would worry about not being cool enough. I'm going to a business retreat in two weeks, and I'm, of course, worried about not being cool enough. 
even though the retreat is like show up in you know yoga pants and a sweatshirt yeah i'm of course worried about not being cool enough imposter syndrome and what does that even mean Uh, i know um i'm constantly worried about not i'm like i literally am worried about not being cool enough in my own house (laughs) i'm worried about not being cool enough at my own retreat constantly worried about not being cool enough story of my life (laughs) and so you no, like don't worry like that's not something that you need to be worried about is not being cool enough because everyone is cool enough so you will fit in and like if you are the type of person who needs a break in between sessions take a break in between sessions if you're the type you're of, in a, yeah you're in a room full of people that get it <laughs> exactly if you're the type of person who needs to sneak out for a minute to take a phone call to take a break to you know walk outside for a second no one is gonna give you like weird side looks like oh where did that lady go what is she doing does she think she's too good enough or does she think she's what is the word too good for us yeah does she think she's too good for us that's that's zero zero of that none of that happens at all if if you sneak out to go do something then it's because you needed to sneak out and go do something yeah we all have we all have enough stuff of our own to worry about and we're playing with pretty papers and stickers that we trust you yeah (laughs) right like we trust that you are an adult who has her own shit to deal with and to figure out so cool maybe you just have to go to the bathroom right right? and you don't want to use the bathrooms in here maybe your kid needs to talk to you on the phone and that's what you need to do maybe somebody stole your credit card and you got an alert on the phone that's none of our business so don't worry about it yeah because like these are the things that i would that would make me anxious about going on a retreat like oh well what if like you know i don't know anybody and then they think i'm weird because i have this thing going on and i need to sneak out and talk on the phone what if you know i don't know anybody and then i don't i'm just nervous about that because i have anxiety about these things but one you're cool enough two i want you to come three you're going to have a good time yeah it's just a it is a good time like it's just enough to have like a good time yeah and just so like listeners know kind of like what they can expect is friday night is at your house and it's like orientation where we very intimately meet they meet you and they meet everyone attending and then you bring a couple of your projects and then people get to look through them. It's like a very just easy evening filled with food and friends. Yeah. Some drink. Yeah. And it's really a way to, instead of having those like hard icebreaker orientations, everyone's in that conference room hotel and we're all sitting at those tables and let's go around the room one by one and say who we are and where we're from Instead, it's just, let's just have it be a lot more casual. Let's just look yeah. at some scrapbooks. Let's, you know, show up when we can instead of let's start at 10 o'clock in the morning. And if you're not here right. at 10 o'clock in the morning, then mm, something's weird. Yeah, it's just a good, like, decompressor. Like, you're all there. You know what's happening. <laughs> like, And it's just, like, chat and get to know each other over food and drink. Yeah, it's, like, it's so chill and nice. And then the next morning is when 
we all meet at the hotel and the workshops start. And then throughout the day, you have three different ones. And then we take food breaks in between. Yep. Like, very chill. Very, like, anyone can do this and come. And, like, you don't have to be this special person with special abilities. Like, anyone can join this. It's an easy breezy, you know, it's really, like, kind of two days worth of events, even though it makes up of three. Anyway. And then... After the long Saturday of workshops and fun and eating and bonding, Sunday's like a nice wrap up and we get ice cream and take pictures. Yeah. And Sunday we take a photo walk and then we get some ice cream. Yeah. It's just like such a nice little time for yourself to take. Yep. Exactly. It's just enough structure where we have these events going on and you can... I mean, essentially, you can opt in and out of all of them if you want to. I don't know. You know, some people have to leave earlier on Sunday, you know, if you need to get a flight out, if you need to get a head start on your drive. And so some people skip out on the ice cream social. But it is literally the best ice cream in the whole world. And I don't like ice cream. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. I do like ice cream. And it is so fun and delicious. And it like it's a really great way to wrap up the weekend. And a photo walk that you leave with photos and you leave with photos of your new friends. You leave with photos of yourself. You leave with photos of you in this great place. And the nice thing about having Friday to meet your friends is that on Saturday, when everybody has to pick tables to sit at, you already know people. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, oh, I don't know any of these people and I have to choose where to sit. Mm -hmm. So it is I feel like I've tried to design a weekend where you're not going to feel awkward the entire time. Mm -hmm. You might feel awkward because we all feel awkward sometimes, but you're in a place where everyone is having at least some of the same feelings some of the time. And it fades very fast. Like it dissipates very quickly though. The whole, I don't know what I'm doing. Like it just is like a nice, relaxed girls thing. And everyone that seems to come is, so far anyway, the ones that I've been to is very chill and warm. And everybody is so willing to kind of drop their guard a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's so wonderful to see. Because it's not something that, you know, you don't have to come in and bear your whole story it's not Mm -hmm. you know we're not here to do therapy we're not here to be like you know this is who i am and you know take me for all of who i am or nothing (laughs) right but we do get a little bit more vulnerable than just every day on the street yeah i think it's like a little extension of the podcast in a way where like conversations we've been having with ourselves and about this crafty project hobby of ours and life as a woman in general like it kind of filters in a little bit exactly yeah and i think that that's why uh we've gotten i've gotten a lot of really great emails from podcast listeners saying they want to come to the retreat and i think that that's exactly right if you are listening to the show if you love the show you will love the retreat because the conversations we have on here are exactly the types of discussions that we get into at the retreat. The projects that we love here on the show are the types of projects that I create for us at the retreat. You will leave with wonderful things. 
And one of the things that I wanted to talk about while we are on the topic of the retreat is sponsors. Because I know that there are a ton of female business owners that listen to the show. Mm -hmm. So if you are interested in sponsoring the retreat, if you have small products that you want to send to me to put in swag bags, if you have a big product that you'd like to put on like a gift table that we do, the way I run it is that at the end of the Friday, oh my God, at the end of the Saturday day, we have three workshops. And then at the end of Saturday, after our dinner break, we come back and we have an open crafting period. And then I do some giveaways from some awesome ladies who have sent some stuff and we do it raffle style. And then people come up and take the things that they like, which is awesome because there are tons of eyes on your stuff. And I have that table set up throughout the day so people can start looking at your amazing products. So if you have amazing products that you think would look good in front of this audience and the audience is similar the similar demographics to the podcast uh age range is 25 to 55 women you know love crafts love to be empowered love to be crafty ass females um contact me connect with me because ladies gush over your stuff at this retreat because everyone's like, at the end of the night especially, people are ready to kind of just talk and relax and chill. Some people are more into finishing up what they've been working on. And some people are more into kind of just being done with the creating process of the weekend and ready to just kind of be more into the, let me connect with the people here. And one of the best ways to connect with people is over fun new supplies so if you have fun supplies fun products they don't even necessarily have to be crafty products but crafty products will do amazing in this crowd uh connect with me are you kristen at the awesome ladies and we will we'll talk cool what are your hopes for this year slash do you feel like anything different i know it's a, do, a new theme or like is yeah just for this year being number four. I'd like to have a bigger group of women. Um, not necessarily for any reason other than I know more women want to come to this event. Mm. So I just want to open the experience up to more people. I nice. want to have a couple more personalized things for people this year. I'm not exactly sure what yet, mm-hmm. but I just want to create a couple of more just handmade things for each person which I just didn't get to last year Mm -hmm. and I think if I put that on my timeline a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. and start working that in and I figure out what it is that I want to make for people then I can do that instead of Mm -hmm. letting that be the last thing that I work for work on Mm -hmm. if I start doing that early then I won't be as rushed as I am at the end. I see. I have a couple of new products that I'm working on. If I can, I'd love to get them out so that people at Awesome Ladies Live are the first people to see them because I love being able to do that. I love being able to 
bring retreat attendees my first products. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to be out in time, but I would love for one or two of my classes to have some new Are You Kristen products in use, which would be really mm-hmm. awesome. And I would really, really, really like to have a selfie station inside the room. Nice. I just have to figure out how I'm going to do that. All good ideas. Thank you. So close to the mic. Scream that in there. All good ideas. All good ideas. Yeah. And so what are your favorite things about Awesome Ladies Live? Well, I mean, the people for sure. And just the time away. And I, I I think what I mentioned earlier of just like the emotional accessibility. I just really appreciate that about the whole event in general. Like the crafting is fun and the crafting is crafting and I love doing it with other women. Like that still amazes me when it happens. I just never, it was always, crafting is such a solo by myself thing. So I love the fact that I'm in a room with I could like look to my left and right and amazing things are being made. Like it's it's amazing. But I just love the emotional accessibility. With my old job, there was a lot of events we went to and it was so, you know, it was it was great to connect with other people, but there was so much of that element of like heightened hype that got in the way, I think, of some of that real like accessibility of emotion like I just feel like we're like your retreat just has women that are everyday women crafters that love what they do that want to talk about it that want to be in a room with people genuinely and authentically like to be there for that I love that I love that I love that I think that's really true I know when I was going to big events too that were more you know big cons conferences where you had to like sell stuff where you know everyone was getting up at 4 30 in the morning because you had to shower and set your hair yeah and put on 45 minutes worth of makeup and then be at the floor at 6 30 like that just sets you up to feel fake for the day yeah and like that's obviously not what we're doing here. Right, which I so am appreciative. It's the same level of like, I'm getting out. I'm going to this event about this thing that I love. But it, it, it just it just is good for, I feel like, the people that want to be there to actually connect, to actually create. But I guess it's two different types of things, I guess. But I always think of it in terms of like the difference between a fan and a fanatic. Like, I feel like people that are fans of craft and, like, love it and fans of you, like, it's different than whether you're a fanatic about something and then it gets, like, gets a little crazy, I think. Yeah, like stalkery. Like stalkery and, like, eye twitchy and, like, it then doesn't become about this love of the thing it comes about the love of the hype of the thing right and it's it's too much of an obsession that it's like the forest for the trees yeah 
Yeah, and I love that none of that is present when I come to your event. So I do appreciate that a lot. Right, and I think that's the other thing is that everyone at the event, there's no pressure to complete any of the projects during the workshops. Mm-hmm. You can just take it home with you. Or you can yeah. just, you know, whatever you learned in the workshop, awesome. Take yeah. that and apply it to the projects that you're working on at home. Yeah, I came last year with a big intention to, like, I want to document, like, my relationship. So I, I brought all that into it, but I was able to use what you taught me, like, tied in. Yeah. But, like, that you could do that, too. Like, I just love that I had the space to, like, sit and work on it. Right. And there's... That space exists because you decided to make it exist. Yeah. And, like, that's one of the things is that you have to decide to make this decision for yourself. Yeah. And one of the topics that we had, one of the um, themes that we had a couple years ago was self-care through storytelling. Mm-hmm. Storytelling through self-care. I can't write it. I, this thing, again, I, I can't remember. <laughs> but they both make sense. Is. Right. Vice versa. And... We we all have to decide to be the ones to take care of ourselves. And I think this weekend is one of those things where it is a huge rejuvenation for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you will learn things. You will do this. It's like a spa weekend for scrapbooking. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good way to put it. And, like, there are so many people who are part of, like, there are so many teachers or people who are in education. And this is one of the reasons why I have it in the summer, because so many awesome ladies members and crafty ass female mm-hmm. listeners are teachers. Mm-hmm. And so have that summer space. Right. So the summer space is, you know, here's a weekend in the summer. This is when we do it. Mm-hmm. And so if you're an educator, if you're a teacher, come on down, because we have lots of teachers. Yeah. And former about. teachers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is a great time. You should come. You are going to have an amazing time and there are three month payment plans available you can bring a friend you can bring your mom you can bring your sister you can bring your daughter you can come by yourself you can bring five friends you're gonna have an amazing time and i'm sure you have lots of questions you can ask me all the questions please ask me as many questions as you want you can email them to me are you kristen at the awesome ladies project.com you can ask me on Instagram if you want to. I don't know why I just said that, but if that's where you find me, ask me on Instagram. And you can find out more about Awesome Ladies Live at awesome at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash live. Cool. And I'll link to it in show notes, but you can go there and if you go on the podcast uh, Yeah, and website. I'm really, really, really excited. And I think we're just going to have the best time because, I mean, we always we always have the best time. I'm glad we got to talk about this here. I feel like I'm glad we got to talk about it. I'm really excited. I really want to talk about it again a little bit closer to the event. Mm-hmm. Probably May-ish, April, late May. Late April, early May, when I'm really in, this is what I'm doing to create the retreat. This is what I'm doing to make the retreat happen. Right. Because right now, like I told you, I secured the event space. Uh, the other thing that I did was, you know, make it so that you can go to theawesomeladiesproject.com and buy tickets to theawesomeladiesproject.com. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, buy t- buy tickets to the Awesome Ladies. Buy, buy tickets to the Awesome Ladies Live. <laughs> I created payment plans. Other than that, there's not much for me to do. Yeah. Outline workshops, you know, create my timeline. But, you know, starting in late late April, early May, I've got some stuff going on. And so we'll we'll check back in then. Maybe we'll have a sponsor on if they want to come and talk. So if you are interested in sponsoring the show, that's another great reason to come and sponsor uh, sponsor the show. If you're interested in sponsoring the event, it's another great reason to come and sponsor the event. Yeah. Come and tell me all the great things about your company, especially if you are a women-owned business. But come to Awesome Ladies Live. Totally. It is, it is a great place. It is a great event. It is wonderful. You're going to have the best time. We're going to have amazing workshops. I've been doing some really cool things this year, and I'm very excited to share them with you. So, Awesome Yay! Ladies Live, July 24th through July 26th, 2020. It is going to be a fun summer. You are going to need a week underway this summer. Make it Awesome Ladies <laughs> Live. And, uh... Go to awesomeladies.com. The oh my god. Don't go to awesome. I don't know what I don't know what's there, so don't go there. The awesome <laughs> we know ladies we've led you astray in the past. I know, right? Don't, adult friend finder. Subject. Don't do it. Um the awesomeladiesproject.com slash live will tell you a lot more about the event. If you want to just buy your tickets, you can go to the awesomeladiesproject.com slash shop and you'll see the tickets for awesome ladies live right there. And if you have any questions at all, please email me and I will tell you everything you need to know. And otherwise, we'll be back next week with another awesome episode. We love you. We'll be on Patreon with an after chatter. And come and sponsor the show. Come and sponsor the event. Come and get a Patreon. Come and do all of the cool things that you do with Crafty S Female and the Awesome Ladies Project. We love you and we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys.